he's one of our favourites, Matthew. I will laugh if Froggy's he's got seventeen kids. If this that <laughs> if that theme song is so ingrained in the Newitt family household now that the little kids are walking around going, I'm going up the country. I wonder if that's been happening. How are you, Froggy? Very well, guys. Is it becoming hard to shake our opening uh, opening song, or is it sort of a bit infectious around the Newitt household now? <laughs> Starting to get a little bit catchy, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you're telling them you're not just a star jockey; you're a star media talent now as well. You've got a regular radio segment, unpaid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very good. I'm, one day he's going to ring up and say about this segment. Let's yeah. let's talk hey, to we, the accountants. That's right. We get our sponsors involved. Is is this your favourite race on the calendar, Froggy? Uh, definitely, definitely uh, one of, and probably one of my my uh, best weekends that I've that I've had over a number of years. So it's a, a good weekend for me. I know you've had so much success in this race in the past, Froggy. Have you got a favourite? Have you got one that stands out above above them all that you've won? Oh, probably Miss Andretti. She um, she probably is is the highlight. Obviously, uh, winning on the quarterback for for Dean Lester was pretty special as well. Um, and then obviously Sham Express, who was who was a good colt in his own right. But I would say Miss Andretti probably just because it was uniquely run at Caulfield as well. Well, we've got the audio of the three, and what we thought we might do is play the audio, and then you can give us some insight about the story of the race that year, what it all meant, and obviously Miss Andretti, the world became her oyster. So let's uh, listen to this unique running of the Newmarket in two thousand and seven, where it was actually run at Caulfield, and this is Froggy on Miss Andretti. And the Iron Philly Gold Edition hit the front. Miss Andretti going after it, followed by Undue. Over on the inside, Magnus coming home well. Gold Edition, Miss Andretti coming at it. Over on the inside, Magnus followed for the back by Undue. Ah, Miss Andretti's got a nose in front near the line. Miss Andretti takes the new market ahead on the line to Gold Edition. Magnus or on the Froggy, they're a bit like Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. Um, when you think Miss Andretti, you think of Gold Edition because she was so much part of... The story of Miss Andretti, particularly on a couple of major occasions, this was one of them, and the other one was that cat and mouse day up the straight at Flemington. But just firstly on on that particular edition when you just got over Gold Edition on the line. Yeah, it was pretty special, Maddie. She um, she went into the race off uh, off two Group One wins, so we went there. We went there knowing we we had the best horse, and obviously Gold Edition used to give her a run for her money all the time, but. Um, leading into that week, we we sort of really only needed one thing, and that was to draw somewhere near the grey mare. Because I knew if I sat behind her, my mare would be able to get over the top of the late. That's the way it worked out. Uh, let's have a listen to one of your other wins in the new market, Froggy. This is Shame Express in 2013. Just before we do, right. just go back to Gold Edition. The other race that stands out in my mind with the rivalry was, tell us about the day that you played Cat and Mouse up the straight at Flemington with, with Gold Edition. And I think it was Stathy Cat Cedars, the late Stathy Cat Cedars, wasn't it, Froggy? Yeah, Stathy, um, there was only, I think there was only five in the race. Um, we They started the horses closer to the outside fence than the inside. And I drew beside him and I said to him, uh, sitting in the barrage, actually, I said, where, where are we going, in or out? And he just gave me absolute donuts and gave me nothing. So... Straight away, I thought, oh, there might be something, something going to eventuate. But once again, it was just a matter of sitting on his coattails and and allowing my mare to let her ability do the do the rest. So we we jumped out and went probably a hundred metres, and he he went from one side of Flemington to the other. And um, she's not she's not a uh, skinny track either, so it was quite deceptive. But um, yeah, wherever he went, I was going to follow and. 
once again, she, she prevailed. And this is the 2013 new market with Sham Express. Moment of change, the leader. There's a swarm of horses chasing. Here's Sham Express from the back and Aeronautical on the far side. Moment of change, the leader from Aeronautical. Sham Express starting to flash home on the outside. Moment of change, Aeronautical. Sham Express, the three-year-old, bays them down. Last stride, he's got there. Sham Express has got up to win on the outside. He won at $15 that day, Froggy. I think it was your first time riding the horse as well. He finished sixth in the Lightning leading in, and then he caused a major upset. Yeah, we, I actually thought he'd run a really good race. His running the Lightning was was really good, and obviously the three-year-olds get that weight release. So he was competitive in the Lightning, and, um, yeah, obviously struck struck a good new market, probably not the strongest we'd ever seen, but uh, moment of change, he was racing terrific at the time, and, yeah, once again, with no weight, he was able to, uh, he was able to snip him on the lawn. He was quite an explosive three-year-old, and with that light weight... Um there wasn't there a day, I was just trying to hurriedly call up his form in case I was horribly wrong, but I think one of the, from memory, one of the examples of the greatness of Black Caviar was the way she completely dismantled Sham Express one day up the straight. I wonder whether James Winks may have ridden Sham Express that day. Do you have any recollection of the day Black Caviar just destroyed Sham Express up the straight? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in the Lightning the start before. He uh, And, and Bossy had been riding him most of the times and I think in the Lightning, maybe Ollie might have rode him. Um, but, yeah, obviously, mate, she destroyed most things that she ran against. So I think I think he got beat maybe four or five lengths and um, was, was probably one of the better better finish, finishes in, in the field. So I knew dropping, dropping down to 50 in the, in the new market, he, he, he was always going to be competitive. I know this is a really dumb bar talk question, but we do this a lot on this show. <laughs> I've always thought that the very, very best of Hariba on a dry track might have pushed Black Caviar. Um, I don't know how familiar you were with Hariba, Froggy. Might be a bit before your time. But Miss Andretti, when she was just that sharp, how would she have gone against Black Caviar? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's an interesting talk. I mean, she, she, she would have, I think she'd have been very competitive with her. Um, but, but then I also think maybe Lincoln Rupi might have been as well and even even a lot of the the good sprinters that have been sort of before and and after her. So, but the thing was, she did. She just kept winning. So it's hard to say that you would have beat her. But I know that those two, Miss Andretti and and Lincoln Rupi, they they would have they would have given her a run for her money at some stage. I, I would have thought. It's hard to imagine, you know, when you think of Miss Andretti, that a, there could have been a sprinter who just a year or two later was better. It's it's just bizarre to get your head around that, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. She was uh, she was dynamic, and I mean, she won twenty odd races, so she was um, she she goes into the elite level. But I think the uh, the, the other mare, she she sits atop all. We've got to go to the meadows here in a moment, Maddie. Just quickly, Nature Strip on on his very 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 best day, would he have had any chance on his very best day? I think Froggy Miss Andretti would have had a better pinch hitter's chance against uh, Black Nelly against Black Caviar than Nature Strip would have. Yeah, I. I uh, I agree with that. Nature Strip's a terrific horse, um, and he's uh, obviously his record speaks for itself. But yeah, I would uh, I would think just the uh, the the way she raced, the the tempo that she could sit on. Uh, I mean, she held the thousand meter track record at Mooney Valley for a long time, Miss Andretti, until I think the mayor came along. So um, 
Yeah, I, I'd probably agree with that. Got Froggy knew it on the line. He rides Lofty Strike in this weekend's Group 1 new market at Flemington. Let's have a listen to another one of his new market successes, this time on the quarterback in 2016. Blackheart Bart bursting through near the inside. Chatak with a quarterback and Japanisma across the track with 100 metres to go. Blackheart Bart, the quarterback coming at him. Blackheart Bart, the quarterback, they hit the line. The quarterback, I think, from Blackheart Bart and the photo finish. Yeah, it was one of the great new markets and we've played it a few times in recent weeks, obviously, with the passing of, of Dean Lester and his involvement with the horse, Matty. And, and Froggy, just before... Matty and I were chatting about this particular new market and how the quarterback actually went past Chautauqua that day down the straight. How did, how did the quarterback manage to do that? Yeah, there wouldn't have been many uh, many horses in Chautauqua's um, career that would have come from behind him and beat him. So he was another horse, the quarterback. His acceleration was unbelievable if he was able to be held up for, for that short sprint, which which was only short. Like It wasn't much longer than a foot. Furlong, but um, yeah, it was very dynamic when he went. He um, yeah sat on the back of Shataka and was able to mow him down and, and get there on the line. It was um, it was only I think I was about fourth or fifth rider in line to ride him, and um, yeah, ended up getting on him by by chance, and yeah, thankfully he got the money. Did you have any near misses in the race, as well as the three wins? Were there any? Was there one that got away at all? Oh yeah, the the one that the one that still haunts me is the day uh, I had to uh, I had to choose between Lincoln Rupee and Samaretti. Um, we worked him on the Tuesday morning, and Samaretti gave him a touch up, and uh, so I went that way. And I remember sitting on his back at the about the six hundred meter mark down the straight, and no sooner uh, Chatty Schofield pushed the button on Lankin, he just disappeared into the sunset. I think he won by about five lengths and run really, really quick time. But, um, yeah, very fortunate that um, Mr. Yassine and Tilly Asset Group were, were put me back on him. So, um, yeah, that's definitely one that got away. Hey, Froggy, I know every race is different, and, and especially every new market because horses are weighted differently, um, track conditions are always different. But there's this... Bit of a theory, I guess, that outside is best at Flemington down the straight. Generally speaking, that seems to be the the, the consensus. Do you have a bit of a, a view as to how the how you like to ride a new market? Is there a, is there a general rule of thumb where you go right? This is what I, where I like to be drawn. This is how I like the horse to be ridden um, as a bit of a starting point. Yeah, well, you say the outside is the place to be. We thought that last year with <laughs> Artorias too, and that still yeah. haunts We um, we drew in and veered across and thought we were doing the right thing and. The uh, the hundred to one pops all sailed up the inside and away they went. So um, it's very, it just depends sort of where the speed and and where the main chances are drawn. I think this year I've uh, I've drawn pretty good. He's he's drawn closer to the outside than the inside. So I'll uh, no doubt I'll be sort of middle of the field somewhere, and if I can just smother him up, um, I think he's got a great chance. Lofty striking. I think it's a race that that weights are, are a big factor in. Um, and the one thing that you need is uh, a good acceleration, which I know my bloke's got. That new market last year, I've never seen... You rode in it, Froggy, just very quickly. I know we've taken up a lot of your time. Uh, um, th- that was the most unusual... It was the greatest example of how unusual new markets can be because until the data came out with the sectional splits and so on, no one quite understood why Lost and Running went so badly, Home Affairs went so badly, you crisscrossed from one side to the other, and... 
it turns out, and then Levante won the outside division and Rock and Horse the inside division, and it turns out that uh, they a lot of them drawn more towards the outside didn't rate themselves properly. The jockeys got a bit lost and they were running too fast, and the sectional splits sort of told the story of home affairs and the others, didn't it? About they just went too fast early. That's why. That's why we sort of had the game plan that most of the speed was going to be drawn out wide, and a lot of the chances were as well. So that was the tactics that we sort of went with. And as it turns out, yeah, we, we were in front by quite a margin for a good half of the race, but then the inside obviously sort of worked it out. Um, got the got the uh, sectionals probably placed better, and as it turns out, the inside horses, even though they went around hundred one, the form's been frank. But rocking horses come out again and perform really well. So it was just one of those one of those near misses. But um, yeah, a lot of good horses ran poorly, and a lot of uh, below par horses sort of render their peak. I know this can be a bit of a a dumb way of looking at the form, Matty, but if you look at Lofty Strike's form, he's had three goes at 1,200 metres and he's placed only on one occasion. So his best results have come at, at shorter trips than that. Froggy, he finished off so well in the in the Oakley Plate. Um, is he giving you every impression, though, that 1,200 metres, no worries? Look, if, if I had a rode him before I rode him in the Dalek Classic last preparation, I think, I think he'd have won the Dalek Classic. I really yeah. do. I just... I rode him and, and probably produced him a little bit earlier because the horse in front of me, front page, was going nowhere. But I've worked out that the horse has got exceptional acceleration. So the longer you can hold him up for, the better he is. So on uh, on Saturday, he'll be uh, he'll be held up as long as I possibly can. And he he's the type of horse he could be within four or five lengths of him at the furlong and still pick him up. His acceleration's that mm. good. So now I sort of know 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 the horse that I've got underneath me. Um, he'll 1,200 metres is going to be no issue, and I think with time, the horse will definitely run 14 the mile. So, um, yeah, I've got 1,200, no, no issues at all. Froggy, I'm not going to go horse by horse because um, we've had you for a while. Um, Sandown Lakeside today, if, as you head out there listening to your serial killer podcast or whatever <laughs> it is, uh, have you got any, um, any – is there one or two today that you go, well, these are the ones? I've only, I've only got the three rides. I think, uh, I think Boar's. In race three can be a big improver. Um, he's only had the one run for uh, for Beggy, um, so they're sort of still getting a handle on him. But he can uh, he can run well. And I trialled uh, Field of Roses that goes around in the last for Beggy Good as well, and she trialled up quite nice the other day. So there are a couple of at big odds that, that can run cheeky races. Hey Froggy, all the best this afternoon, and good luck on Saturday. Hopefully, you can add to your long list of. New market, new market successes. I don't think there's too many jockeys that will like the idea of lofty strike and you breathing down their neck with 100 to go. Good luck. No worries. Thanks, guys.